Welcome to Tick.Boom Boom podcast. My name is Natalie Potts and I'm invested in helping people love what they do in life and business. This week, I'm delighted to welcome on mindset coach and speaker, Naomi Bryan. We discuss where to start if you're lacking confidence, running a business, and how we can manage our thoughts and beliefs that hold us back from achieving our goals. But I shall let this lady officially introduce herself. Thank you to you for spending time with us today. Welcome, Naomi, and thank you so much for joining me today. It's absolutely privileged to have you on, and I know this is going to be of real value to our listeners. So let's kick off, share a bit about yourself and what you do, please. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. So I am Naomi. I'm an abundance, manifestation and mindset coach. And I predominantly help women overcome their mindset blocks so that they can either start their side time hustle or really progress further in the career that they're in at the moment. And I don't just look at the career side of things, although that's massive for women now. You know, they want to have their own business, their own freedom, their own security. I really take a holistic approach at how they feel in their body, aligning with their inner confidence, um, really overcoming the things that have been blocking them. So, yeah, mind, body, soul, manifestation, abundance, you name it, I have probably got my finger in one of those pies. And out of those, and we'll come on to a bit about career and the holistic approach, because that resonates massively for myself, which do you think is probably the kind of the real pain point or what's resonating most with females at the moment? The lack of confidence in themselves. So what I see so much is that women have a lot of outer confidence They can speak up in work meetings where they currently work. They can navigate the school playground with their children and make friends and, you know, things like that. However, and I'm not saying that those things are necessarily easy. They're just examples of what they might find easy day to day. Everyone's different, right? However, when it comes to really living the life they want to live, and really building the business that they want to build and putting themselves out there, they are completely blocked and lack that inner confidence to know that it's safe to do that. So there's a lot of procrastination happens. There's a lot of self-sabotaging behaviors and we unpick it all (laughs) so that they can move forward how they want to move forward. Yeah, and we'll come on to that, how they unpick it. I think where you mentioned about career for females and obviously myself going much very much full time into that space the last um I guess six months it's really interesting I've noticed the shift I've had to take in in my life in knowing that where I guess I've always looked at my sometimes that my career is going really well and then home wasn't or that home wasn't going well and you know or sorry home was going well then career wasn't it was always a bit of how do you balance and keep everything um spit all the plates spinning as such but when you're running your own business you can't afford for the other things to drop you've got to to be like this 10 out of 10 performance you've got to be on your game from you know your nutrition your health because it all impacts your mindset and that all impacts even just the way you feel to get up in the morning and your energy, everything. And we both know we're very aligned and supporters of this energy idea and how important it is. And it's just, it's it's one thing that I think is really key, like you say, is you've got to unpack the stuff around that to be successful in the career. 
Yeah. And whilst people aren't their business and their self-worth isn't attached to how well the business is necessarily doing, they are at the core of the business. Mm. So unless they're in that great space, all those lovely things that you've just mentioned, you know, their energy, their nutrition, how they're feeling in themselves. If that's off, if the plates aren't spinning nicely in those areas, it will massively impact. And I think what happens to people, especially if you, you know, you went through that period where home was great, work wasn't, then work was great. So home wasn't. Sometimes it's because we've brought into this belief that it's either or. And I think through the work that you and I both do with our clients, we're helping people see that there's another reality that they can create where it's not either or, you can create a reality where both are running along how you want them to. Mm -hmm. And when it's not, you've got the tools, you've got the skills, you've got the resources. And this is why having a coach is so important standing on the shoulders of giants of people that have already walked that path because it cuts out so much of the wasted time where we're buying into these limiting beliefs that we're not even aware of maybe going on. And we just see it on the surface as well. That's all right, but that's not, we're not seeing the bigger picture of how we're creating that and how there are other realities available to us to create. And it's interesting, like, because it's almost sounding a bit like we're saying you can have it all. And I'm not, you know, I'm sure we're not saying that. We have but, it all. <laughs> we love that. But we are saying, I think there's a place where you've got to learn to, uh, and I know we're on the same mastermind, but the when I joined, one of the key aspects in that that really hit home is the fact of you've got to manage your mental and emotional, physical, spiritual, all those kind of states. And you've got to understand those. And I think that if you come, so when we talk about the how as such in this holistic approach, I think you've got to take time out to reflect about how you are and where you want to be and who you want to become. And there's an element of starting to become that person, but understanding that you're in it for the long haul, it's not just going to be overnight. There's no silver bullet. So I've had therapy for the last four years on and off, and I'm a huge advocate of it, just from a soundboard perspective of someone not judging me, just, and we'll come on to this again, we speak a lot about just creating that space. And that space, that accountability, like you say, with a coach is what helps me move forward and keep on track with all of those areas. And when one starts, you know, the play starts to stop swinging a little bit on it. And I'm like, right, I need some help on that. And it helps me to have that clarity and to just create, like we said, that space of just saying it out loud or writing it down is really powerful and opposed to everything that's up here. And and one thing I know that works for me is a a kind of tool I'll do is when I get overwhelmed, I know now to go for a run or a walk, just completely on my own in nature, because that's a really powerful thing for me. Sometimes with an audible or podcast, sometimes completely without. And then another thing is just getting a piece of paper and writing down every single thing that's in in my head. And then half of the time I'll look at it and go, what earth am I going on about? Why am I freaking out about this? That's my priority. That doesn't even hit my priorities. Right. And it just helps me again, get back into that zone and that focus. Yeah. So you've cultivated some amazing tools there to help you navigate what is the path of the entrepreneur. And I think maybe sometimes when clients first start with me and they just have this idea that they want to start a business and they want to make their own money on their own terms. What they're not realizing whilst making that decision 
is that actually they're on a pathway to involvement Mm. and they're on a pathway to facing all of the limiting beliefs, the fears, the negative emotions that may be dwelling inside them. And actually it's, it's not about having it all. I'm sure that reality is available. It's about them actually evolving as a person as they grow and develop this business as well. And so it really is, you know, I'm having more realizations even in this conversation. It really is a whole, you know, a holistic view that we need to take when we're doing these things. Yeah. And I think if you're going to really focus on one thing, it's it's looking at your environment and who you're around with is a huge factor and I was talking about this earlier with clients today about they have to get out in different communities um but even some of those communities they're in now where it might be dance or something they're actually still around people they say they find quite negative and that's very hard on them and I think that's a, a huge thing is in business as well is you know, and I don't have the answers for that, actually, some of the time, because I've been in myself, I've been in toxic environments, and you have to be very strong willed and centered yourself to to not take that on board. And that's hard. It's really hard to do. Or I think you just have to get out. And so I think that the people around you is is a game changer. And it and it's raises your game the same as we know going to a gym does that I know that I spent two years at a fancy David Lloyd and my fitness actually didn't go up it's probably gone down and that really frustrated me and it was it was working with some parts of my life last two years and then recently I was like no I want to I don't feel great myself still and I don't want to go back to what it was before where it was quite intense and it was you know doing photo shoots and everything but I do want to feel better about my body and and I know that actually my lifestyle was more on point there but I need to manage myself in that scenario better around like you say the self-sabotage routines because that didn't work for me. Environment really is so important and obviously there in those situations it's very interesting that you say when you went to a different gym you were getting different results And I know you're not saying it's the gym's fault. You're saying that actually by osmosis, by not even sometimes realising the environment we're in is shaping us and conditioning us. Mm. And sometimes we need to take a step back and have a look at that, not to put blame on the environment. And like you say, it's not easy because sometimes the answer is that you have to actually get out of that environment. Mm. The great thing is that there will be another environment where you do thrive or you do meet your goals and it is more helpful to you at that time to be in a different environment. What I've come to find, and this was interesting to even in the last few weeks realise that when we go into say, a, a let's call the gym a group of people. So it's a group of people that, think a similar way and the type of gym that you're at will have a similar way that everybody thinks and what I found with myself on my own journey it's very helpful for me in a business situation to have different groups of people or and in my life that maybe hold quite a strong set of beliefs and it's something that I can be part of 
and at the same time not get myself lost in does that make sense? So it's been very helpful to have different groups because I think sometimes when we are only in one environment or we're only in one group, we can sometimes become quite closed minded mm. to other possibilities and other ways of doing things. When I first heard this phrase that I'm about to say, I absolutely hated it and made my toes curl. And someone had said, to a friend of mine about me just take the parts of her that you like and leave the parts you don't like and it was really hurtful at the time because I was like you should just accept and take all of me and the more that I'm exploring sides of myself and my business and I'm evolving and growing I'm seeing the power in that that Mm. we don't have to just belong to one group and we don't have to just believe in everything that those people in that environment believe in because sometimes as with what's happened to you at this gym you can lose yourself in Mm. that almost unconsciously so it's quite helpful to have different groups and different sources that are in alignment with you know your values and see things slightly differently so that you remain open-minded, you know, on your journey to whatever it is you're building, you remain open-minded and you see more possibilities because you're not closed off to one environment and one way of doing things and thinking about things. Yeah, you're spot on. And I think the risk there is you can get quite comfortable if you, if you don't do something like that. And, and I often say to people, you know, you've got to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. And, and again, I think what we're sharing is that you can take all of these ideas, skills, approaches and the mindset and, and adapt that to anywhere. And that's where it becomes powerful is you having that higher awareness of and in that intuition and trusting yourself that you can do this. You just need to approach it in a way, you know, what's worked before somewhere, you know, in, in work or, um, you know, with friendships. And how can I use that here? And, and actually, has it got the same output and results for me? And if not, again, what do I need to change on that? And that awareness part. But I think also off the back of that, and it came to mind earlier, is this idea that I'm going to, sometimes I don't think people are challenging enough in terms of holding themselves responsible or accountable. And they want to put that onus on someone else. And as much as coaching does hold you accountable, it's on you to do that. And I make that really clear of clients, you know, and like, uh, I said, like, look, maybe do you want something in between a session just to check in? And it's, oh, yeah, that'd be great. That'd be great. And it's like, yeah, but you're doing that. I'm not doing it. That I'm holding that space for you. So yeah. if you want to contact me on a Monday, which is what we agree at a certain reasonable time, then I will come back to you within 28, you know, 24, 48 hours. But you have to know that that's on you. I'm not going to be chasing you for it. Yeah, I will be picking up the actions in our in our kind of sessions, but I don't see enough people sometimes taking responsibility or accountability. And in the long term, they kind of they give to something for a few months. It's like, oh, it's not working. <laughs> it's like, right, okay, yeah, come back in six months' time. Yeah, it's like you say. There's no silver bullet. There's no magic wand. And I think sometimes, as a coach, we can get caught in that trap of wanting to fix it for our clients. Yeah. So it's, it really does, like you say, need to be made clear to people at the beginning that although you can go to different groups for support, you can change your environments, you can stand on the shoulders of giants, you can read all the books, you can listen to all the podcasts. Ultimately, 
the action that you take then really does need to come from you. Nobody can make it better for you. And there's so much power in that because it means that you are always the person that ultimately has the control over what happens for you and over what happens as a result of the actions that you take. Well, then that's the same as well when it comes to our programs or, you know, and the coaching that we do is I think a lot of people look at it, well, you know, what am I getting? And I think sometimes people's expectations are too high. And I've said that to a client recently. I said, I think what you want from me is too much. And I said, this is about you. And I am very direct communicator. I know that. And, but I, I know that the benefit that that has, if you are, if you build a, a truly trusting environment between you two as, as a coach and a, and a coachee yeah that's where it's really powerful and it's and it's a healthy accountability and discussion etc because because actually you believe in your clients none of us work with clients that we don't believe can get those results and or that we can truly help them and add value so I think that that's really important as well that none of these programs and what we offer are going to be the end the, the end all for you it's going to be that that's, this might be the start of the journey or part of your journey. I've got loads of different coaches. I've got about four different coaches for different things at the minute. I've got one yeah. in sales development. I have one for just client experience and, and one for strategy. And I, I look at that and think I need all of those together um, at different moments. And, I, and I'll pull on different ones, for different things as well. And I think that when you can get yourself in a space, again, they're the right people around you and, and not rushing into it. Again, people just think, oh, I need this, go and get it. And then they don't, like you say, actually implement. It's really thinking, what do I really need? And, and who's the best person for this? Yeah, yeah. It's not just buying the book and having it on the bookshelf. It's actually reading the book and then taking the action from the steps that you've read and learned about, you know, I'm using the book as a metaphor um, from your coaches. It's interesting that you've made that observation that sometimes people really do just want to maybe sit in something yeah. rather than, than grow through sitting in something. And I, and I think that's okay. However, it's not really what the goal is it's not really what the point is is it the point is to actually reach our goals and then realign set new ones reach for the next horizon uh, with our with our clients in the sense of growing their own businesses building their businesses um I know you were mentioning as well about um toxic positivity yeah which is definitely something I wanted to explore with you because when you say people just kind of want a magic wand maybe or they just want to sit in a group and not really take action I just have this vision come to mind of people sitting around in a group telling each other how amazing they are <laughs> and how to just think and imagine and feel the good things <laughs> that happen we know that there is so much power in feeling into what it is that you want to create you know I teach law of attraction um However, when you mentioned toxic positivity, I was like, Natty, I really want to discuss this with you because it just really interests me and intrigues me. And also, it's a trap I don't want to fall into. Yeah, I think it brings, it, you've got to bring in vulnerability. And I learned this leading um, teams and things that I guess there was an element where as a leader, you have to show up 
consistently with them and you have to lead them engage them and and even when it's their tough days you've got to be the one that's you know taking them on the journey still and you know I'm the captain of the ship all that jazz but I noticed that then I started to not show any vulnerabilities as a leader and then the kind of one of my um tipping points was when a colleague came up to me and she was like you're just positive you are and she was really she was she was a little demon I'm not gonna lie she liked she was scary stuff and she said to me you know you're always toxic you don't see the reality and I was and then it kicked off a little bit and I said I said right I said I do see the reality I said but I'm not going to be negative if that's what you want me to be um and then you know we talked through it and and actually there was a lot behind that for her around um she couldn't be herself at work and the pressure she felt and everything it was deeper than that and it was it was interesting to get in that conversation with somebody but it like us you know all naturally do as coaches you come you, you tend to coach yourself through things as well and you ask yourself lots of questions and I, I kind of came away thinking and I always ask myself what could I have done better there how could I have shown up better as a leader as a person um, and, and then what am I going to change around that and I just felt I needed to probably be a bit more vulnerable um, but that's really tough to be because you're breaking down boundaries with people. And and I think that, again, this is where it's there's no silver bullet, but I'm having to uh, something I'm going on in my own journey is explore boundaries at the moment, because I've noticed then that when I've started to become a bit more vulnerable, people can take advantage of that. And um, I've also probably noticed that I have a very sometimes my natural way of being can be very nurture connector and and that makes people feel like I'm their friend <laughs> and I don't want to not be that in some of their eyes in some ways but it's also that it's got to be business and again when you too much showing up as a friend the boundaries get broken down and 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 some people abuse that and and that's just that just happens so it's a bit of that in between of you know I don't want to show up as positive positive all the time I've got to show a vulnerability but understand there's boundaries there too um, and I, I, I've, I've not probably I'm still probably finding my place with that quite a bit especially um, running my own business now but that's a toxic part I've definitely been at points where I think I've been I've seen like isn't life amazing every day but I do wake up with an energy where I am truly grateful for things and lockdown forced me to be more grateful for what I have in life. And I'm not going to say that I'm going to take that away because I'm not. I think more people should be grateful. And I do wake up and think, you know, I'm going to go for a run. I'm feeling my best and feeling great. Yeah, I'm hitting the gym. Yeah, I'm doing well in my business. This is a bit crap, but I'm still going to go. And I just think if that works for me, fine. But I have to be mindful of a bit of vulnerability too. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah, it does make sense. Absolutely. It's and people hate this word, don't they? But it's that balance. It's getting yeah. that balance right between the two. I had a client who, and she's still working with me actually. And a lot of the time we do the unpicking work and we do the overcoming work and we do the heavy stuff. And she would literally have these rose-tinted glasses on that she could maybe skip that part by just automatically reaching for the positive feeling now I'm not saying that that doesn't work and that doesn't have its place it does this positivity though was almost just um denial of what was really going on beneath the surface yeah so 
through coaching, she's recently learned how to find her balance between being vulnerable and being honest about situations and actually doing the work and then stepping into, well, alongside stepping into the higher vibes, the higher frequencies, the focusing on what she does want and her boundaries of what she is going to allow into her life, what she's going to tolerate, etc. So sometimes I think it's worth noticing that we maybe do the toxic positivity to protect ourselves. Agree. Um, and again, it's not making that step wrong or right. It's just going right. What's actually real? What's actually most helpful? What's actually going to clear the limiting beliefs behind this and actually shift them rather than just us having these rose tinted glasses on when yeah. there's clean up work to be done as well. So, you know, yeah, not an not an easy one. Again, not a magic wand or a silver bullet that we can just press a button and have go away. Um, sometimes we can almost have too much knowledge about growth and alignment and positivity that we are knowing the stuff, but sometimes we haven't cleared out the stuff that's actually stopping us being that. <laughs> Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, and it's a big thing at the moment I'm focusing on. It's, it's, it's interesting. It's hit me the last few weeks about looking at fears and everything and I work with clients on some limiting beliefs but again I I think again people approach them like oh if I just do a bit of limiting belief work it'll be done I'll be sorted it's like mm-hmm. it's just it's it's an approach you just got to get better at like you say manifesting better results and knowing knowing yourself I think is coming through with this for me today you know really understanding and having a higher awareness of how you tick and what makes you work and how you come across to others and and like you said I think that experience of how someone else saw you take the good and, and believe that how she is is it's us having that awareness of how we are with others um but I've definitely had a fear of I don't even actually think it's a fear of failure anymore I think this idea of a fear of success and and that when I realized that the other week and I was like oh that's that's quite scary what does that look like and at the moment what it looks like is that you know, last year I could have been perceived by people that know me well and where I was at in that situation, that scenario, that I had it all and it was great and, you know, the car, the salary and how, all that jazz. But I, I was just completely really unhappy. And I fear now that I have that tenacity, resilience and ambition to get great places with my business. But that also scares the life out of me that I won't be content then mm-hmm. and that I won't be happy having maybe what I would deem success at that, that point. And, and it's really pushed me again, like the idea of gratitude every day, you know, not just getting grateful for being able to go to the gym or go for a walk or whatever. I think it's this idea of contentment and that we can keep searching and seeking the next thing but you've got to be content with what you've got and where you're at and that that's about like we said at the start you've got to have an element of loving who you are as a person too and seeing it as a development piece and I think if you if you don't look and address actually really the fact of I don't like looking in the mirror as a female or um I, I don't really review my business and look at the hard reality of how tough it is at times then you're gonna have habits that will self-sabotage you're gonna have behaviors that self-sabotage and it will at some point hold you back if you don't look at that yeah absolutely you can create all the success that you want and at the same time if you still aren't loving you if you've still not got a great relationship with yourself it's 
what's what's it all for really so yeah and it's not either or you can have it all no seriously though you can build towards and be on your journey of what's the word that you just used there you didn't say acceptance you said um did you say acceptance you contentment. Said contentment yeah a contentment a being in the flow a liking of yourself mm. And knowing that there's always going to be more for you to desire and work towards. And at the same time, really developing that relationship with yourself where you know yourself so fully that when all said and done, you can come home to yourself and it's still all be okay. I think the soft skills around that are that you've got to have patience for everything Mm. and you've got to have empathy and you've got to have empathy. You've got to have empathy for yourself too. Yeah. It's a bit like the idea that you can't serve others if you're not. You've got to look after yourself before you serve others. You've got to put on your own oxygen mask before. It's not. That's not being selfish. It's interesting that I think that a little bit like we'll listen to other podcasts. Um, we we'll listen. You know, we want to learn, 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 and learn. That's just a form of procrastination. And, and it's the same approach when we just, we want to help others all the time, but when we're not helping ourselves, that, that isn't right. You've got to understand that you've got to do that part first. And I've probably been, I've done that too much as well at times. I've helped others to make myself feel good. Yeah. They call it the helpers high. I did it when I volunteered for Shout Crisis Support a couple of years ago. I loved it. And then I got to the point at the end of it where I was feeling that this, this isn't feeling the same now. It needs to stop. Um, but I did love it because it it made me feel good because I was helping people. But that in t- also can be a, a form of sabotaging what you want to. I fall into that trap. This is one of my areas that I have to watch myself in because I'm a coach through and through and I get so much from helping people. I want to be the fixer. I want to make everything all right for everybody else. Sometimes I will use that to not get on with pursuing my own happiness and my own dreams and my own goals in my own business because there's some fears there about success like you said so it's easier to go help other people or in my case not as elegantly as you going and helping a charity getting mixed up in other people's drama um so that I'm still getting that because the unconscious mind will look for the quickest way to feel good right the path of least resistance yeah Yeah. so sometimes it's easier to do that than actually you know align with what you truly want and focusing on that and go create that so definitely something that I have to be wary of and you know not beat myself up have a lot of empathy for myself and a lot of love and just notice when I'm doing it and realign back with what I truly want to be doing with my time. And that's where it's really important. We go back to this idea of accountability and coaches and the right people around you, but it can be lonely. It can be lonely whatever journey you're on. There was points when I was doing, you know, my fitness journey and, and I never did competing like yourself because I was looking at everything that's probably one level above the discipline where I was at at the time. But 
it was lonely, even though you're around people and you had coaches and that, that was still lonely. And building a business can be lonely at times too. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, and I used to have this, I used to say last year, even recently, I was used to be like, isolation's different from loneliness. And I do think that, but I'm learning to say that sometimes, yeah, it is lonely and, and there's nothing wrong with that. I don't, it doesn't mean I sit there in tears, <laughs> but yeah. I do think actually I quite like some company. What mm-hmm. does that look like for me? How do I fill that gap a little bit? Um, at certain points to keep me on track yeah absolutely and environment like you say is is really foundational to that having environments that you can be part of where we're not getting distracted away from what we want and we're at the same time not feeling like this is a lonely journey you know we're in it for the long haul there is no quick fixes um, there's moments where things come together quickly and it's generally because you're doing the work behind that um, that you need to uh, you know we message backwards and forwards quite a bit to help each other along and you know keep each other accountable and it's really 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 important because it's easy to just get distracted and procrastinate and get our what did you call it the helpers high in in another way that takes you away from what you truly want to be doing and building but I think you have to and it's interesting I think we gauge that quite quickly because we've not known each other long but there has to be respect with the relationship like that because there's points where I think that we just we're on a similar vibe and energy with things anyway but there's something we could probably be quite direct as well with one another but that's done in a healthy way because it's like you know, one day it might be like thinking that like, you got this, keep going, get on with it. But you want that around you too. You want someone that help, you know, believe, like I said, believes in you, but is there to say, come on and, and challenge you a bit. I don't think, again, it's going into that responsibility thing. Be open to challenge, but get respect in relationships too. And, and you can find those people. I never had years ago. I didn't have that. I'd have people that would be like, coaching, what are you doing? Coach, you leave your job. Well, who does that? Who asks questions all day? And it's like, well, yeah, okay. I don't really want to talk about it then, but you're going to get that around you if you're starting off somewhere. Yeah. And, and I guess the only part that I can say is that I've been there as well. And I've had to move from that and you have to cut things and cut people and it doesn't feel nice and it doesn't feel natural and it feels mean, but you've got to do it at times because they're going to hold you back. And I, I, I really mean that, that people will hold you back if you don't decide what you want to do and really go for it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's definitely part of the pathway to when you're starting up something, you're moving out of your comfort zone, all the people that have ever known you or the environments that you're in, it, it's going to be alien to them sometimes. And they're, they're pulling you back one to kind of like, cause they don't get it. And two, because sometimes I think it can highlight things in them where they're not going for yeah. things. So it feels uncomfortable for them as well. And one thing that that's come up quite recently as well is that when that happens and not in an egotistic, well, I'm going to show you that this is how it's done, but in a showing people, not by your words, not by forcing them, not trying to make them see, you know, and agree with you, simply by just showing up and aligning with yourself and not letting other people hold you back, that actually that way can be made possible for them too. Yeah, yeah. What do you think has been the hardest part of building a business for you? 
keeping going when it is not the result that I had desired and even more so when maybe it was a shock that I didn't get the result that I desired keep Mm. keeping going honestly and knowing that it's a a long journey and that I'm making the decision to like be in it and keep going that's hard that's something that I have to keep doing and how do you do it I put on the tools and resources that I have as a coach I surround myself with people that understand what's going on for me and that don't pull up a a chair at my pity party and join me but meet me on the level where I am and lead me back to you know this is part of what it is and help me so yeah aligning back with myself I'll go and do the spiritual work so I'll, I'll do a lot of the process that I teach go into meditation um all of that healing spiritual stuff because when those negative feelings are showing up and it's tough and it's hard it's also an indication you're ready to have a breakthrough with those with those feelings and those thoughts Mm. and I reach out to the people that are either around me or Mm. have already walked the path before me yeah, you're right. And they they always say success leaves clues, right? And I remember hearing years ago about there's a reason that people that are successful meditate. And I was like, oh, <laughs> and, and I, I'm not perfect at, it at all, but I do try and do it. But I do it to the point that I don't want it to become a chore. And I'm massively doing this around breathing at the moment, exercises and exploring how it's just generally how it makes me feel. And I feel good for doing it. But I think like yesterday when we shared about, you know, it was a bit of a blue Monday and the skies were grey and it was dreary and you just felt a bit crap, that that's just one day, right? And tomorrow you get the opportunity to embrace a new day and, and go back to your toxic positivity. Yeah, yeah. Wake up and embrace the day. You don't yeah. have to let that go on. And, and I do think there is, we're very hard on ourselves as females, Mm. on this that we're not enough and you've got to keep going you've got to be 100 percent. and and there's nothing wrong with having a day and just going I just actually just want to sit on my sofa and binge a little bit of Netflix and who cares I don't want to see the post that says if you're successful you're not going to watch Love Island you're not going to do this it's like do mm. what makes you happy though that I just think it's absolutely a very detrimental to people um and and just not thinking bigger picture yeah, I definitely pull back from social media yeah. when when I'm not great. Um, not because I'm putting the blame on anyone else and what they're posting. And I love social media; it's a brilliant tool. When I'm not in a great space, and I mean, you could say a day. Sometimes, Natalie, it's not a day for me. Sometimes it's a week or a month. Mm-hmm. Right? That's being honest. Um, and I would definitely uh, pull back from things like social media. Anything that that isn't helpful Mm -hmm. I'm happy to just put down for a while (laughs) and come back to when I feel in a better space yeah yeah so interesting look I could talk to you well I talk to you all the time anyway so I want to leave asking you a question that was left by my previous guest and then I will ask the same from yourself and it's interesting you said the word resistance and picked up on it um slightly earlier but my question from my previous guest Robbie was where are you feeling most resistance in your life right now 
the most resistance in my life right now would be exploring into that um, fear of being successful. Yeah. I've created a lot of success and I'm ready for more. And with that, for me, comes the next level of fear around that. And I'm ready for it. I'm here to do the work and not let it hold me back. So yeah, similar to you, fear, fear of success at the moment. Yeah, it's really interesting. Thank you for sharing that. What it would be your question to leave for my next guest? So my question for your next guest would be, what piece of advice would you like to give yourself if you could fast forward one year from now when you had completed some of the things or all of the things that you want to complete what one piece of advice would you tell yourself today okay interesting we'll see where can people find you so I'm on Instagram at Naomi's underscore coaching and I have a Facebook group on Facebook obviously called the female empowerment community amazing thank you so much for your time thank you for having me Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and inspired you on your journey. Make sure to share this with a friend and subscribe to the podcast. I really love hearing feedback from you. So leave a review and let me know what part of this episode resonated with you the most. And now it is time to go take action, make a difference and have a great day.